Okay, now that we've used our calculators to estimate that we think the slope to the graph of y equals the square root of x plus 6 at the point where x is 3, we think the slope is 1 sixth. It looks like it, but we don't know for sure until we find it algebraically. So where we got stuck was the limit as h goes to 0, the square root of x plus h plus 6 minus the square root of x plus 6 all over h. If we plug in 0 right now for h, we'll get 0 over 0, which is indeterminate. But there's nothing we can factor out and cancel like we were able to do before. So we have to figure out how to rewrite this in another form so that we no longer have 0 over 0. Now the key to that is going to be from your algebra class. So before we deal with this, let's talk about an easier example. Let's talk about recall from algebra. the following property. If you have 2 times the square root of 3 plus 4 times the square root of 5, and then you multiply that by something with exactly the same terms, but the opposite sign in between. When you multiply these two together, just use FOIL to see what you get. 2 times the square root of 3 times 2 times the square root of 3 is, I'm going to write it, instead of 4, I'm going to say 2 squared times, and then the square root of 3 times the square root of 3 is just 3, right? When you square square root, you get what's inside. So the first term is just 2 squared times 3. And then if we look at the outer terms, 2 times the square root of 3, and it's a negative here, right? So I'm going to say minus 2 times 4 is 8, and then the square root of 3 times the square root of 5 is the square root of 15. Since they're both square roots, we can just multiply what's inside. So we have minus 8 square roots of 15. Then when we look at the inner terms, we have a plus. 4 times 2 is 8. Square root of 5 times the square root of 3. Square root of 15 again. So we have the exact same term with opposite signs. That's good. And then the last one, we have 4 times negative 4 is negative 16. Oh, I want to write that as 4 squared. And then we have the square root of 5 times itself. When you square a square root, you just get what's inside. So we have 5. So when we simplify this, we have the same terms but opposite signs in the middle. So they add up to 0. And we're left with 2 squared times 3. I'm not going to write that out as 12. And then I have minus 4 squared times 5. Now, I could write this out and get one number, but I don't want to do that because the next thing I want to show you is something that is in your book, and that's when you have a times the square root of b, then you have, let's see, in the book it's plus c times the square root of d. Then you have the same thing, but opposite signs. When you multiply that, you FOIL it just like we did with the numbers. And so we have a times a, a squared. Square root of b times the square root of b is just b. Then the outer terms, we have negative ac, square root, bd. Inner terms, positive ac, square root, bd. And then the last terms, negative c squared, times square root of d times the square root of d, it's just d. 
And so again, we've got AC square root BD twice with opposite signs, though, so they add up to zero, and we get A squared B minus C squared D. In our example up here, A was 2, B was 3, C was 4, and D was 5. So you can see we have the same form with our numbers as we have with just the general letters. Now the most important thing to notice about this is when you multiply and you have the exact same terms in two binomials and you have a plus in one and a minus in the other. So you have two binomials and the terms in the binomials are the same except one binomial has a plus and the other has a minus. When you multiply those, the most important thing to notice is that where did the square roots go? The square roots all disappeared. And so that's very useful for us. And you probably remember this from algebra class, rationalizing the denominator. Rationalizing the denominator when you have something like this, 2 plus the square root of 3, and you would multiply top and bottom by 2 minus the square root of 3. And then maybe you had something more complicated where you might have even had 4 times the square root of 5 on top. And then you could have had 3 square roots of 6 minus 4 square roots of 2. And you would multiply top and bottom by something called the conjugate, if you can see this. The conjugate is just the same terms with opposite signs in between, and they have to be binomials for this to work. So remember rationalizing the denominator? Do you remember ever being asked to rationalize the numerator? If so, you might have wondered why, and the reason why is this problem we're up to right now here in calculus.